Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. We had Dr. Mark Siegel with us, and one of the smartest doctors I know. Dr. Mark Siegel, what the heck is going on that people should be concerned about? Well, you know, if I was Greek, imagine how smart you would think I was then. <laughs> oh, you would be a genius. <laughs> would be. So I'm only a semi-genius, but, you know, I, I still come from that part of the world. Anyway, I adore John, so I kind of... Uh, I fit. I fit anyway. So what's going on is we're, we're having a rash, uh, an infection of cognition problems, people with problems thinking in our leadership roles. And it seems to be contagious. It's spreading from D.C. to, to, to Pennsylvania. 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 It's very yeah, catchy. Well, the president and the vice president have those problems. It's sure to spread. <laughs> and the I mean, I couldn't believe it's hard to it's hard to say, and I Speaking hate to, to even wade into this topic. But when the president says his son dies in Iraq, and it's actually from this horrible brain tumor, I mean, that's just, I mean, just sad. But I, I don't want to come to a diagnosis on, on on the radio here. You know, Sanjay Gupta, who I actually have a very good relationship with, was trying to defend Fetterman's. Uh, fluency, senator, potential senator, vice, uh, you know, whatever he is, assistant governor. Lieutenant governor. His fluency was, was supposedly okay, but I made the point you can't diagnose anything by a video clip. So you have somebody there with Fetterman, with John Fetterman, that seems to have trouble understanding what's said to him and, and trouble expressing himself, had a major stroke from, from a heart that's a balloon, that's ballooned out. The, stro the, the blood clot, thank God, was sucked out. But, but, but there is residual damage, and we need to know how much residual damage, and we need to have an MRI, and we need to see the health records, as I've been saying since 2008, for candidates for higher office. And the same thing with the president saying he may run again. And where's his yearly physical? And where's his cognitive test? You know, over a certain age, we should have cognitive testing. Somebody that have a stroke should have a cognitive test. Now, he had a mini one, but he didn't have the main one that we usually get. I want to see the vice president's IQ test. Well, that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be bad. I, somehow, I have a feeling they're trying to edge the vice president out from running for a higher office than vice president. But that, that too, I mean, we, we deserve better in our leaders, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, we, should, we should have people how, on this panel really running. Feel, how do you really feel about the guy running for Senate against Dr. Oz? <laughs> well, you know, so no, I mean, the issue of him on crime, the issue of, of, of his insincerity, his background. I mean, he's he's seems to be a thug to some extent. Maybe I shouldn't say that on the radio or someone's going to be knocking on my door. But, you know, I'm concerned about the health issues. He's got major health issues. I don't I think we deserve to know. I've always felt once they started on this issue of transparency, when McCain was running for president in 2008 and they made me go out to Phoenix to look at 1200 pages of health records looking for a melanoma recurrence that didn't happen. I said, OK, this is the new standard. It's ironic, isn't it, John, that the guy that Fetterman is running against is one of the top heart surgeons in the history of the country. And, and the guy so we should, maybe we should elect both of them. He must have an IQ of 160. 
You know, well, I mean, with or without the Dr. Stroke. Oz is one, oh, no, yeah. Dr. Oz is one smart guy. And he's a great surgeon. No one ever talks about that fact. And he is a great surgeon. One what people are missing is that he has become a great politician. It's diffi- difficult to make the transition from being a celebrity to being a political Yeah, he knows his person. issues. You're both dealing with the public, but it's in a different way. And now he's made that transition. He knows that he's been on the ground. He's been we're dealing, talking to people all and across he the understand, state. He's he got not only understands the issues, he's right on the public policies. Let everybody out of jail like Fetterman wants to do? Oh, it's crazy. And he's maintained that. You know, I want to ask you also, um, Dr. Siegel, this is Rita Cosby, and I love you, too. Um, you know, I want to I want to get your take on this interview with Fetterman recently, because as a journalist, it was really interesting because the journalist who interviewed him, it was with the local NBC affiliate in Pennsylvania. She said he couldn't even do small talk, like when the cameras weren't rolling. First of all, even when the cameras were rolling, it had the closed caption, which was, you know, and he struggled. But she said even when the cameras weren't rolling, he could not do even small talk. And then she got lambasted by the left for criticizing. Here she's just an innocent, you know, you know, impartial journalist. Your reaction, doctor? I think that, that, that that's I, I don't care about the small talk as much as I care about the large talk. But I think that, that one's indicative of the other. If you can't do small talk, you can't do big talk. And, I, and I, I don't I don't understand what anybody's voting for here. I mean, what are you voting for? Someone that doesn't understand the bills that are on their desk, someone that can't really conceptualize what they're voting for, what they're not voting for. Why can't we demand a cognitive test? Why can't I see an MRI and know what kind of damage was done? Why, why, why don't the voters of Pennsylvania care about that? It looks like things are so polarized right now that all anybody votes for is, is blue or red. And, and Pennsylvania is a purple state, right? So therefore, there's a, there's a contest going on. But, but I think if, if, if I were voting, I don't care what my party affiliation, I would want somebody in that office that was able to understand what the bills are that they're voting on. Or maybe they're not voting. Maybe that's what they're uh, assuming. But this is a very, very crucial time. And this is a very crucial race in Pennsylvania. By the way, I do think Oz is going to win. And I also want to say one more thing about Oz. You, you can do two things well, maybe three things in life. And the fact that he's a tremendous cardiac surgeon is not a coincidence. You can learn when you can learn that you can learn anything. And I'm a great grocery man. And a great radio host, too, John. Exactly. Exactly. Of a transition. And there's no breakfast this Saturday morning, so I won't see you. I'll see <laughs> you next you. week. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.